This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. My name is Birdie and I'm a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. My name is Robert, and I'm an energy worker. That means I'm in tune with the flow of energies that surround us. I'm immersing myself in the paranormal to discover where my path will take me. Welcome to our Spirit Diaries. Surprise! Hello! You may be wondering, how do we have a 13th episode in a season? Because we always stop at 12. Mm. Funny thing is, is this season's going to continue until we wrap up our story. And we are awfully close to catching up to when our investigation begins. It's very true. We're very close. So I am going to keep going with this season. And then what happens to the podcast after the season is over and our stories are done? Who knows? Not me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll figure something out. We won't ever leave you. So, um, yeah. So this episode gets really interesting. But before we jump in, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. I hope you guys are excited that the podcast has continued past the 12th episode. Maybe some of you knew by us not saying goodbye last time. So hopefully uh, you're all excited about episode 13 and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean... I don't know how I don't even know how many we're gonna go for this one. I have just, no idea. Just to get to the point of <laughs> wrapping up to where we are now. It will be a surprise to all of us. Yeah, and I mean, we super appreciate all of your comments. You guys have been reaching out to us uh, on all the social media platforms, and we're super excited. Um, thank you to our patrons. Uh, if you're not a patron, you want to become one. Um, check out our Patreon for Spirit Diaries, and if you want to check out our Etsy shop and help us out by uh, getting some cool merch, which is um, all of the hand design things by Birdie. Aww, you help. I, I do help. I supervise so good. Mm. I'm just kidding. I help make half of it. Some of it. Uh, I'd say like a quarter. <laughs> I, I've touched most of the things. And and you do pack. Some I do. Of the, you pack at least 50% of the orders. I package. And I promise to keep all of my hair out of the packaging. That's the hardest part. <laughs> Somehow, I'm always taping myself to a package. So I just, I, I fine tooth comb it and make sure it's super pretty. If you guys happen to get shipped one of our candles or incense or room sprays or t-shirts and Robert is attached to it, <laughs> please send him back home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to show up at your house and be like, I never meant for this to happen. <laughs> the, the postage people saw the stamp. They just, they would not let me go. There's just a box stuck to the side of my face with my hand <laughs> attached to the other side of it. Like, I couldn't get out. So th there is a chance if you guys go to Etsy.com slash shop slash spirit diaries and you get sent something, I might accidentally hand deliver it. 
How scary would that be <laughs> if we like actually, could you imagine if we hand delivered every order and we we're like, hello, thank you. <laughs> yes. Next day delivery, I'm exhausted. <laughs> like my car's tires are all flat because I just straight <laughs> rimmed it towards your house. Like, here you go. Enjoy it. <laughs> People would be so scared. You just wait oh patiently gosh. for them to light the candles like you got to try it now. We should do that for one of the orders. I don't even know if that's legal. I don't think that's legal. I, I don't think we should do that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a good way to end up on like a list. Yeah, it would be so funny though. That's that would be so funny to just like. <laughs> I just I would love that. You know, when you buy something from somebody, they just show up and thanks for buying my book. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Thank you for you know supporting me on twitch now i'm here <laughs> like could you imagine like these people these creators hey thanks for subscribing to my youtube channel <laughs> like you didn't have to come in person please leave especially for like drop shippers it's like i thought this came from china it's like yeah i'm exhausted <laughs> <laughs> right i went all the way there and back oh just for you it's so funny. Anyways, thank you guys for your support. Anything you guys do is amazing. And if you haven't already, watch our episodes on YouTube and just keep playing them in the background forever. Tell your friends, your family, your dog. Maybe they'll like it. Hey, is there a spirit animal in one of our episodes? Kind of. You'll know what I mean if you've watched <laughs> it. Kind of. <laughs> Maybe they'll like it. Oh. <laughs> So, you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Share it. We appreciate it. And hopefully we can change change the world. Uh, I don't know. That <laughs> 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 got inspirational. Um, anyways, uh, let's jump into the story. I'm giggly because this story is just such a silly one. <sighs> so while I had pretty much quit being a medium at this point, um, I... I still couldn't shake this feeling of wanting to find others. Like, I can't tell you how isolating I felt. Like, even though you believed me, mm -hmm. and even though I had proven myself to countless people, I still wanted people to really understand what it was like. Because sometimes it was hard. It, and, I mean, it's still hard. I accidentally had this person messaged us on twitter recently and all of a sudden a spirit came through for them and this guy had a lot of emotions and i had a full-blown anxiety attack um and i had to be like are you are you open to a reading because it's coming through whether you want it or not and i am not that person i am totally like do not give people unsolicited readings but this spirit, oh my gosh, had to just say something. So it was hard. And I, I feel like people, uh, as much as I tell these stories, I feel like there's just like some things that you can't possibly understand until you experience them um, in life in general, mm -hmm. not with just mediumship. I think there's some experiences people have that like we can all empathize with, but we won't really get unless we've actually experienced that specific thing. Right. Um, and I was desperate. So I, I had gotten to good old internet and, uh, searched again for another circle. And I was like, you know, third time's a charm. 
And I'm actually included in this one. Yeah, third time's a charm. I was like, Robert, you should go with me again because if I get kicked out, um, I can't get kicked out again, right? So I had made a pact with myself. I was like, Bertie, you are not going to read anybody. You are going to keep your mouth freaking shut. If you see something, shut up. If you feel something, shut up. You're not going to do it. Even if they're like, please share. Do not share anything. So. And I was there for <laughs> one, emotional support. And two, to make sure Bertie didn't get murdered. Yeah. So at this, oh my gosh. I can't believe we actually went. So yeah. this meetup, I had emailed this lady who was running it. And I was like, hi, I'm I'm a medium and I would like to join your circle. I've been looking for one and I just haven't found one that fits. And she's like, okay, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And we sort of had another email exchange like before. And she's like, can I call you? And I was like, sure. And she's like, I, she called me super nice. Oh my gosh, so sweet. And she's like, hey, she's like, I know this is like so extreme. She's like, but it's at my house. And she's like, I just, I hate having strangers come. She's like, people, you know, don't necessarily like mediums where we live. We're in a very Bible built area to where a lot of people are like, oh, you're Satanist. And it's like, oh, Satanists are cool. But no, that's not us. So wrong group. Um, anyways, like people just don't understand that as much um, or aren't as open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just was a safety precaution on her part. And I was like, yes, this is going to be good because I liked her. She was very nice. And I was like, I totally understand if you don't want to invite me to your house, I get it. I was like, I wouldn't personally invite you to my house. Right. <laughs> so if you don't want to extend the invitation, my feelings aren't going to be hurt. Like, I will totally understand. And she's like, ah, oh, now I feel bad. And I was <laughs> like, no, 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 don't. I was like, honestly, I was like, I, I just feel uh, I'm glad there's another medium group here. It was like, if we need to talk on the phone, you know, a few times to get to know each other, like, if that's what it takes, like, I really would like to just come and meet all of you. And she's like, ah, no, whatever, you're sweet. Come on. And I was like, yay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So um, she had given me her address, and this lady lived in the backwoods, like, Oh, gosh. Like, when you say backwoods, you think of, oh, they're just kind of like off the beaten path. No, we lost GPS about 45 minutes before we got to the, like, our signal was gone and the GPS had downloaded itself because it it was like, "Uh uh-oh, we're losing signal. You want to download an off-road version? And I was like, yes, because I'll never get back out of here. And we drove for like another 45 minutes. Dirt roads. Down dirt roads. Down multiple, like a dirt road off off of a a dirt dirt road. road. It was so sketchy. Like part of me was convinced that they just have new people come out here so that they can remember how to leave their house because it was so (gasps) far back in there. It's like, there's no way anyone's leaving. Like, and it was quiet like there was nothing out there i have never in my entire life been as much in the backwoods as that was i didn't even know people lived that isolated Mm -mm. i i i was shocked and i didn't know unpaved roads had gone for that long like Mm -mm. you know unpaved driveways sure maybe like a pressed gravel road sure but like 
for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of unpaved roads. Oh my god. Unpaved roads, like you heard banjo <sighs> sounds carried on the wind. Like Shut it was up. out there. You are there. being rude. <laughs> <Joking>. <laughs> it was really far out there. It though. was out there. There was nothing but trees. So I was like, we are very likely going to die. We had told no one we were going there. Don't do this. If you guys, honestly, if you guys go to a circle, tell people where you are. Don't do what we did. We told no one. Um, we didn't have cell service. Like, it was so dangerous. And uh, please, please, please be smart. We realized how dangerous this was in the moment. And I was like, we should really turn around um, we felt that way as soon as we got there too. We pulled up and we're like, wait, this is the destination. We're here. Like there was nothing wrong with the house. We were just in the center of nowhere. Well, and as soon as we pulled up, this spirit wolf walked in front of our car and like looked at us mm -hmm. and then ran back into the woods. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know how to take it. It was. <laughs> this isn't our land. <laughs> it was just like a very like. A spiritual land protector and i was like oh god like i i was scared in this property whoa like there was like seven houses on it that had all collapsed over the ages from like different like centuries mm -hmm. starting back from the early like 1800s mm -hmm. there was a house and i was just like well this is a perfect place to have a circle because this place is so freaking haunted <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like Brody was saying, it's one of those properties to where it you could tell like the family had owned it for the last 200 years. Mm -hmm. And just every time the house fell beyond repair, they're just like, that's a barn now. And they built a new one yeah. next to it. And it like that was literally like they, they were in different stages of becoming one with the ground again. Yeah, it, I, I honestly I was like. Is it a part of Circle where we get to go investigate these houses? <laughs> like, um, so I was super scared. There was no other cars there. And a part of me was like, we must have the wrong house. And the worst part was, is we didn't have cell service. So I couldn't even call the lady and be like, hi, I'm in your driveway. Can you verify that, like, you can see me? <laughs> and it was getting dark at the same time because yeah. this was in an afternoon thing. And by the time we had gotten there, the sun was going down. And I'm like, okay, we're part of a ritual. <laughs> like, I really hope we're not the sacrifices here. So we go up to the door and knock. And this sketchy looking dude opens the door. And he's just like, what? And <laughs> the best way to answer your door when expecting people, which you won't. <laughs> I was so scared. And you're just like, um, are you guys the mediums? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, welcome. <laughs> like his whole demeanor changed at that. It was like, like how many people come to your door randomly and just knock on your door that you need right? to be defensive with? It's like. Did I did I get the password correct? Because I mean, we were welcomed in after that. Point. Oh, I know. They're like, "Come on in. Here's cookies." And I'm <laughs> Come like, on in. "We have nachos." I'm <laughs> not gonna eat that. Like, but thank you. <laughs> um, and there was uh, just a couple inside, and then later, um, another woman had came, and then another man had came, mm -hmm. and everybody was uh, fifty plus mm -hmm. who was there. Um, all all were super nice, but the guy who opened the door, I'm looking at him, and I was like, "Ew, what <laughs> the heck does he have going on with him?" 
there was this tall, dark entity who just was like stepping within inches behind him. You could feel it. Like I could feel the like looming feeling walking into that house. It was like seven, eight foot tall, like looming over him. Its head hung down to where it was looking at the top of his head. And it just, it literally moved right behind him. And I'm looking around and I got, I just, just deja vu of the first circle with that girl, with the thing. I was just like, Oh my God, here we go again. It's uncle Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Oh man. How funny would have that been? Anyways, I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. And I was just like, stay quiet and whatever. And I I felt so bad because I really had to use the restroom. We had been in the car for hours and I I asked to use their bathroom and they were so sketched out that I used their bathroom. Do you remember? Yes. They're like, (laughs) like, you have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, people do that. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I've been holding it. And they were like, Ugh. We drove like two or three hours to I get know, to your house. Like, I know. I know. This was the closest one to us. So they were like, okay, like you can go inside, but don't touch anything. I was like, I won't. I swear to God. Like, please just let me pee. So I peed and I felt so awkward and I could hear them talking to you. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember what you guys talked about? They just were like asking where we were from and mm-hmm. how long it took us to get here. And I mean, how many family members knew we were there? And <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> no, it was just like, just small oh, talk. It was like, uh, hey, how's it going? How are you? Good. Good. This is weird. Yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was awkward for sure. But they were they were honestly really nice. Mm-hmm. And um, we had sat on the couch and... It was different than all the other circles we had gone to. Every circle is so different, which is why I encourage you all, if you are trying to find one, please keep searching because they're just all so different. And the way people approach it are different. The types of people who go to each one are so different. Um, so, yeah, if you don't find one that fits, keep keep looking. Um, I encourage it. So... She started off with like a PowerPoint. It was very, very school-like. You could tell this woman was an educator. And she's like, today we're going to talk about the aura. And she went through all the colors. And then she was like, and now we're going to talk about chakras or chakra, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, and she went through all of them. And I was like, this is interesting. Like uh, some of the stuff I had heard of, some of the stuff I was like, don't know if i've heard of that so it was it was interesting I, I definitely was cool with it and then we got to the dreaded part of the night where they're like we're all gonna go around and say a prayer for everybody <laughs> on the other side and um we don't pray yeah <laughs> so uh it was very awkward they're like would you like to lead the prayer and i didn't know this was a christian group nothing against christian groups it just caught us off guard that there was a religious aspect yeah and i mean it's not surprising there's a lot of religion tied into uh the spiritual side but we politely declined to lead the prayer and we're like you guys should lead it we're new um so they led a prayer in we you know we're participatory Um, but then they wanted to go around and like say the names of all the people on the other side we were praying for. Um, I think they got to me first when they were going around the circle in the group. (laughs) And I just remember, I just, I kind of like looked up and I was like, 
pass. People <laughs> <laughs> oh just said this. And for context, when we got married, we thanked people for helping us with our like wedding. And I was like, thank you, this person, for you know wanting to help with this aspect. And thank you for this person for helping with this aspect. And I, I had gone through this long speech. And I hand the microphone over to Robert. And he's just like, thanks. I said, thank you. You did not. I said, thank you. We have it on a film. Okay. Well, may, I'm just a concise you person. You didn't even say thank you. You said thanks. Well, you just, you covered it so well. I don't <laughs> like to repeat things. I'm not going to say the same thing. You said it. It was beautiful. <laughs> I was only going to screw it up. So I was like, you know what? Thanks. <laughs> and and everyone laughed. And I was like, what? <laughs> And I guess I was supposed to say more, but I didn't. But it's over now and everyone's happy. So, I mean, it's you. Pass. But yeah, you did. <laughs> he said pass. And these people's jaws dropped. They very well, I mean, they listed off like 50 people each. And I mean, I, I think that's really sweet. To be fair, we don't really know a lot of dead people. Um, so there isn't really anybody like on the other side that we could have mentioned. Um, so yeah. And then they got to me and they clearly expected me to like clean up for your mess. And <laughs> I was like, um, there's no one. <laughs> and the one guy, I remember the guy who was sitting across from us, his jaw just dropped. And they're like, you don't want to say a prayer for anybody. And no, they're fine. I was like, <laughs> no. Like, I, I don't, uh, honestly, I, I, I'm, okay, I will be totally honest. I'm not, I, I'm pretty sure they were listing people on the other side. I don't think they were listing, like, living people. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I wasn't sure. I, honestly, I was a little confused. I, I, I wasn't sure if we were supposed to list, like, everybody we knew or, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I felt bad, and then there was a split second where I'm like, should I just start making up names? <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't. I felt bad. It's like I'm being super respectful. Like, I, I totally respect that this is your process. Um, that's fine. I just, it's not, it's, it wasn't for us. I mean, we're, we were new, too. We were just, just trying out this group and feeling them out. And yeah. kind of like, I mean, we were there, like, checking them out as much as they were checking us out. Yeah. So it's like. I'm not diving in head first into your swimming pool. Like, I'm going to test the water first. Like, well, <laughs> and the guy after us was like, well, I'm sure there's people. And he, like, listed people for us. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> I was like, sure. Yeah. Make it about that guy's uh, Aunt Margaret and, like, Uncle Susan and whoever <laughs> the people he said were. Like, yeah. I, he, he did list people for us. So, I again, this is I got even more confused because I'm like, how is he listing people for us? So I was not sure. Anyways, this continued. And then we got back to the first person and she's like, okay, now we're going to go around and we're going to all exchange readings with each other. And yet again, everybody expected Robert to participate, regardless of how many times I'm like, no, no, he's just here. So I didn't go somewhere alone yeah. because I am a young female and this is in the middle of the woods and, you know, 
me driving alone in the middle of the woods to meet a bunch of strangers doesn't necessarily sound like a good idea. But they're like, no, no, everybody's psychic, which I do believe. I do believe. I'm like, okay, okay. And they're like, you, sir, are going to give a reading. I was like, pass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, And then they were like, we'll come back to you. So they went to this guy across the couch. And do you want to share what he, he decided to read Robert? (sighs) Yeah. um, (laughs) No, there was a lot of details. I stopped listening at some point. And it just, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, when like a toddler is telling you a story and you act super interested at first and then you realize that you stopped listening to them a few minutes ago and you're just nodding and going, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I didn't mean to do that, but it slowly became that. And I was like, no focus, like stop staring at the pillows on the couch. Like this guy's saying things. And well, I listened the entire time. Yeah, I did not. And I remember he's like, you're going to do something with horses. And at this, like, it, I don't know why that part of all the weird parts that he was saying, like, stuck back out to me. But I was like, what? Well, and at this point, I'm trying to suppress a smile because Robert and I have gone horseback riding. I have gone horseback riding since my incident. I used to love riding horses. We have gone once since then. And, of course, our horses had a freak out and almost killed Robert. So <laughs> we haven't gone horseback riding since. No. And also... but. It, it hurt. It, it, what I'm trying to say before you continue sure. is that it hurts your hips yeah, severely to I ride horses <laughs> and you're just not a fan. Yeah. No. For some reason, my legs don't bend that way. I'm not built for horses. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not born in the Wild West because I would be walking everywhere. <laughs> it's just it's not my thing. They always put me on the biggest horse that exists. And I'm always like, why are why is everyone else riding these baby horses? And Birdie had to explain to me, no, you're just bigger than most people. So you're on a Clydesdale. Yes. And I was like, I-, I thought they were all this size. <laughs> I know. Like, after he's like, why did you get a baby horse? I was like, are those horses old enough to be carrying people? Like, this seems weird. Like, why was it so small? It's like, my horse is like three times the size of everybody else's horse and i'm like did i get the alpha horse what, <laughs> what, how does this work like i don't know the anything dire about, horse yeah this is the dire horse like mine had red eyes like i don't know <laughs> how like he got this and it's like i mean i have long hair so I don't know if it was just like oh he's clearly a hippie he likes to be outdoors <laughs> or i mean but i mean i dress pretty Casual, I was wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Just like he did that's, in our episode. pretty much. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. My style, jeans and a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> and I was like, so I don't know where he's getting this cowboy persona, but he's like, yeah, you're going to work with horses and you're going to wrangle them and you're going <laughs> to like help break stallions. And I'm like, did you just watch a Western? What are you talking about? <laughs> no. And he was like, well, you grew up on a farm. Like, no. I did not. And he's like, but you're going to own your family's farm. No, my family lives in a tiny house, no farm, (laughs) by the ocean. (laughs) It was funny because, I mean, we didn't grow up in this area and they very clearly were like trying to cold read Robert. And it it was just, it was embarrassing. People have a very hard time cold reading me because I will give you nothing. (laughs) It's hard for me to give people things in conversations like my face will not tell you if you're on track. I will not tell you if you're right. I will just look at you. I will wait and I will tell you wrong. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, he did that. I felt so bad. Well, I, I, felt I wasn't so trying bad. to be mean. Like I was I just know. like like it was one of those things where it's like if, if this is a place to grow, I'm helping you grow because I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, "Yeah, horses are cool." It's like, "No. Like I will never have anything to do with horses." Like, I appreciate you, like, singling me out. I don't know why. You've seen me pass on, like, six things so far. You know I'm not here for this. <laughs> you decided to read me anyways. You you buckle up because you signed up for this. Like, I, I'm not, I know. no. No, it that is. That wasn't it. <laughs> circles, but circles genuinely are a safe place to be wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody there is not expected to be right. And when you do go off, it's really important to be like, well, why are you feeling this? Like, let's analyze why are you getting horses so much when that literally has nothing to do with you? And to clarify, I was fine that he got the horse. Like I said, he had said a bunch of weird things and I just was like, okay, okay, just let him go. Oh yeah, he was like, oh, you've traveled on so (laughs) many planes and you're like, I've never been on a plane. And he's like, is it you? And I was like, I too have never been on a plane. (laughs) I I think... (laughs) Like, I I only really, like, started getting frustrated with it because he really doubled down. Yeah. And at one point, he's like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. You're going to do this with horses. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. I'm not. (laughs) I know. I know. And it was just one of those situations where it's like, like, just... If it would have been like horses, I'd have been like, no. And he's like, okay. And then kept going. It was like, we could have left it there, but it was just a very, <laughs> it, w- it did, it did it was get kind a, of a pushy thing. Yeah. It did get a little aggressive because he's like, well, he's like, it will just make sense to you later. Right. And I think that's like such a key, like cold read of like, oh, if you're not getting it now, it'll all make sense later. And it's like, no, don't give yourself an out. Like it's okay to be wrong. I'm not right. of the time, there are times in these episodes where I will say something that's not verifiable. It's like, I have picked up on spirits that are not verifiable. And it's like, does that mean I'm wrong? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm freaking wrong. Like, maybe I'm interpreting something totally wrong. Maybe I, you know, claimed something about a spirit at one of these places and I'm totally wrong. Right. And I mean, that's just a part of it. You know, if if you're playing telephone and you'll get half of it right but it's like you don't get it right all the time like nobody's perfect and it's okay it's okay it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you're not a medium if you get stuff wrong it's okay to be off the important part is when you are off understanding 
why you were off and is was it your own biases getting in the way were you pulling not psychic information mm -hmm. like and this guy just was like not into that he yeah. was like i've been a medium for 50 <laughs> years and i will be a medium for the next 50 years and you you're you're pretty much a horseman yeah and it was just <laughs> and it was one of those things where it's like this where this is where it comes back to like i'm concise no, it, that has nothing to do with me. And I don't like to repeat myself. Mm -hmm. It's so, no, it's done. And let's just move on. But like, it was almost like he took that as like a challenge and like his demeanor changed a little bit. Yeah. yeah and it was yeah. like, no one's clearly ever told him he was wrong. So it yeah. kind of offended him, I feel like, where I was like, I'm not being offensive. I just, I, that's not anything I'd ever do. Yeah, the the issue I had with this group is they validated each other whether it was true or not. Right. Um, and ultimately, I think that's the downfall of this particular group is everybody's like, yeah, and it's like, no. Um, so, yeah, that was hard. Anyways, they went around. Um, the main guy with the attachment um, tried to read me. He was just describing something that was completely the opposite of your personality yeah. and like the complete opposite of like your wants and likes and hobbies and career path and that kind of thing. Yeah, like I am I'm into a lot of stuff. He was like literally on the wrong side of everything about me. It was like, whoa, you're really good at reading the antithesis of Birdie because that's what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, it was uh, the dreaded my turn. And I was like, no, thank you. And uh, they were like, no, you have to give a reading. And I was like, I would really prefer not to because the only thing I got is at one point, the guy who read Robert started talking about going on a trip. And as he was talking about going on this trip, I was watching him and he, psychically he was turning blue. And he started like having a stroke in like my mind's eye. And he died. And I was like, oh, God, he's going to die on this trip. And he had at the end, he started mentioning like, oh, you know, I, I don't have many years left to travel. And I was like, oh, God, no, this is horrible. So, of course, I'm, I, I, I'm not a doomsday predictor. I don't do that stuff. If I get death about somebody, I, I just don't say anything. Ugh, awkward. Um. I have a little list inside of my spirit notebook of people's deaths. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Uh, that's the one part of my mediumship I just don't talk about and I won't share. Um, but I, I make notes for me personally. So Next to my name, it says like literally any point in time. Oh, your, yours is <laughs> like not in there <laughs> because I, <know. laughs> I would not want you to read it. So anyways, um... We we were continuing on and they invited, they decided to invite spirits into the circle. And they're like, please come into the circle, spirits. Like, they were openly like, anything within a hundred mile radius. Like, they, I, I, and I was like, freaking out. I was, I've never seen anybody do that. I've never seen anybody be like, vortex in energies we're in the old woods like <gasps> what are you pulling in i started shaking i started crying in front of these strangers because there was just 
multiple spirits that were just like bloop, 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 bloop in the room. And I had never seen anything like that. Never seen anything like that. And I was like, whoa, like, what is this? Like I said, so many, so many circles are different and how they approach things are so different. And all these little spirits are popping in. And there was like a group of like three girls and their teens who popped in and they looked horrified. And I think the weirdest part was like, none of the spirits looked like they knew how the hell they got there. Mm -hmm. I still am baffled at this. Do you have any like idea? Like, do you think it was like, it's almost like they had like summoned summoned them there. Invoked or whatever. I don't, I don't even know. know. It it was very strange because these spirits were like, like pulled in. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. So, um, I start crying because it's, the spirits were scaring me because of how off guard they were taken. Um, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, oh, you know, here's a spirit with somebody. We're going to help them into the light. They've mentioned they want to move on. Uh, In terms of moving on, I'm not, I'm not necessarily for it. I, um, if a spirit indicates to me, like, I would like to move on then of course I will help them. Otherwise, that's not my place. Uh, So many spirits are content on earth um, doing their thing. I think it's a huge misconception that we've gotten from TV and media that like all spirits are lost and want to go to the light. Mm -hmm. Like what the heck is in the light? I don't know. Um, If they want to go, sure, by all means go. But otherwise, if you're happy, like chilling in your haunted building, fine. So I'm, I'm not for moving on a spirit unwillingly. And these spirits were all looking weird. And this lady's like, oh, she's like, every time we meet, we pass on all the spirits in the area. And I'm just like, oh. And I look at you and I'm like, this is messed up. <laughs> this is going to get weird. Um, And she's like, you're, you're, she's like, why are you crying? And I was like, there's just an overwhelming amount of energy in here. And she's like, well, she's like, can you read for us to prove like you know what's here and at this point i'm like sure i'm not reading in person i i was very anti-person reading at that point so Mm -hmm. i'm like okay you know there's three girls they look like this they're this age they're wearing this type of clothing this is when they die they're standing right there there's these people standing right here this is what they look like age race you know gender just going down the list and i was listing off every single person in the room and the main lady is like whoa good job and i'm like can you see them and she's like, yes. And then she pointed out a few I had not mentioned. And I was like, oh, man, cool. Yeah. Like, at that point, I was I was back on board. I was like, back on board with the group. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. How do, oh, so what do, you, what do you do? Like, how does this happen? And she's like, oh, well, my husband absorbs them. And when he absorbs them, they go into the light. And this dark thing behind him at this point, like, seeps into his back a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, no, (laughs) what the fuck? And I, I mean, obviously, we're in these people's house. I can't be like, do you know there's a dark entity behind him? Because there are different types of mediums. I have met mediums who are so spot on the money and will fight me tooth and nail that nothing non-human exists. Yep. They swear that I am totally off my rocker for Mm -hmm. thinking that non-human entities exist. I mean, I'm talking about mediums who are 
so freaking good. So good, like A-class mediums who can blow me away with the amount of detail they can get. And then I'll be like, yeah, there's a non-human entity here. And they're like, you're silly. Those don't exist. And I'm like, oh my God, how are you a medium? (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's, there's definitely also a divide within the medium community. And I could tell these were the type of people who did not believe in the non-human. So I'm like, they have no idea. This guy is not absorbing them. This thing is like eating these spirits. Oh, gross. And... All of a sudden, he... Do you want to describe this? He... (laughs) So... I just... I think you can do this whole absurdity more justice than I can. (laughs) I'm watching this as a normal person just sitting in this room. I don't see spirits. I see (laughs) a couple old people. Me and Birdie sitting on the couch. The room's dark. I'm I'm still like let's deal with these horses in my head, <laughs> and this like we go through this whole process that Brady talked about, and as soon as the older lady said that her husband absorbs them, I'm like, well, this is about to get weird, <laughs> and right on cue, it gets weird because <laughs> the man is in an armchair. And it's like one of those lazy boys that like moves a little bit. If you move, it like kind of rocks a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I just remember him closing his eyes as he's, I, I don't know, warming up. Um, <sighs> I, I, I don't know. Like just he starts warming up to absorb the souls. And then with the intent that they were passing on into the light, they truly believed. Yes. He was somehow a conduit to pass them into the light. I don't know where they got this from. Probably the dark thing whispered in his ear, hey, you can pass things on. Right. And I mean, <laughs> it's just, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words because just what was happening. Yeah, he he sits back in his chair real tall and then he kind of like slouches down like, you know how old people kind of fall asleep and their head just kind of falls forward. Well, he, he kind of hunches like that. Then all of a sudden he sits up and goes, <gasps> And like his mouth opens and his eyes get real wide and he looks like he's trying to suck the paint off of the walls. Like the man's just breathing in as as hard and as just the the ferocity in his eyebrows. Like they were trembling. He was breathing in so hard. Like this is the deepest breath before his Olympic swimming run. And he literally i'm watching this so i mean i don't know if a soul actually went into his mouth he definitely thought a soul went in his mouth and he got to that point and he shut his mouth real quick and then like he holds his mouth closed and for some reason his cheeks were a little bit puffed like this this spirit had some mass to it <laughs> <laughs> like i kind of want to pop his cheeks to see what happened but i didn't i refrained oh my so, god could you imagine like just a finger pops out real quick. <laughs> that's so <sounds>. dark <laughs> Help me. Stop. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. This is sad. No, like, <laughs> that happened, and then he just starts trembling. Like, his head goes back down, and he starts, like, trembling, and his whole, like, little rocking chair thing is, like, shaking. Yeah. And I'm, like, like honestly, if I just walked in the room, I would have thought he was having a seizure. Yeah. Like, that's not a joke. No, no, no. I would have 100% thought he was having uh, some sort of medical thing happen, and my first guess would have been a seizure. Yes. And... He he 
convulsed for like a good 30, 45 seconds and then just goes, <clears throat> And then it happened again. And this happened, I shit you not, <laughs> like 15 to 20 times until the old lady was like, okay, and he's done. And I'm right. just like, like, so I'm just sitting watching this. And I mean, Birdie's sitting watching this and we're just so baffled by what's happening. And I mean, I don't even know, like, I, I never, like, I don't know if you seen spirits yes. going into him. Yes. Like, that's the most terrifying part. I was horrified. And I know we're joking about this, but honestly, this is freaking scary because I'm sitting here grabbing Robert's hand. I, I swear to God, I'm going to break it. And I, like I said, I was crying. I was shaking because of like the fear in the realm of these spirits. And it was genuinely like they were trapped there. And I know I, I'm sure some of you are like, why didn't you do anything? And it's like, okay, listen, we are in a stranger's house. We are in the country. They 100% own guns. Yeah. I will get shot if I say something. It was clearly like a very religious, very uh, secluded um, group to where if they felt like we weren't with them, we would have been in danger. We were in survival mode. Yeah. Uh, we just, we really wanted to get into our car and go home at the end of the night and not be killed on the way out. And I, I just, I, I couldn't do anything for these spirits either. This one, this woman had immense like channeling power to mm -hmm. for somehow pull spirits in and keep them there i still don't really understand at all how she managed that but she had verified we had kind of verified with each other that we could see the spirits um and like i said she had pointed ones out i did not specifically mention so i a hundred percent knew she could see them and she was looking in the direct places where they were standing so it was a very scary moment for me because it's not like i could be like you know, run out the window or like try to escape to these spirits because like she seen them. And I was horrified that if I stepped in and intervened that like we would be attacked because mm -hmm. at this point I was really scared of these people. Uh, what started off as a really sweet session and a very calm session had quickly turned into the most horrifying thing. And these spirits were legitimately like being sucked into well, into this like entity behind him that had like stepped into his body and it was legit soul eating them like it was eating them mm -hmm. it was absorbing them and I, I i i don't know what happened to them i i know a few of you have asked like about the like little red thing like what was he doing to the spirits like i don't know i don't know but i can assure you they weren't going to the light right. like i i just i i couldn't stop it and like repetitively like they were getting sucked in by like the group and it was so scary and at this point i was really glad i didn't mention that he had this thing attached mm -hmm. because i was like they have to know right it's there and i don't know if they truly believe i don't know if this thing has convinced them that he's like a prophet because that's what they were kind of like insinuating mm -hmm. that he was a prophet um of God. And I I just, I don't know if it had totally like hoodwinked them or if they very well knew what was happening. She was a very w good medium um, in terms of getting spirits. So like I didn't, 
I didn't know if they truly knew and somehow they were like feeding this thing and there was some weird sort of deal with it. So um, again, I, not a demon. I, I, I think it's really important to say like there's so many other energies that are non-human and not demons. Um, of course, demons are real. They exist. But like this, it's it's important to note, like this was not demonic. It was definitely a non-human entity, uh, but just so, so, so scary. I was so scared and eventually it did stop. Mm-hmm. But every breath was so scary because he was just like, <gasps> like, like in the noise that yeah. came. I don't even know how he made that noise. It was just like, the, it was scary and eventually it ended and they were like, oh, peace be with you. And like, we skedaddled the we got the <laughs> crap out of there. And as we were leaving, we're pulling out the driveway and that like spirit wolf starts walking beside the car and like looking at us. And then there was a second one that ran and started looking at us. And they like stepped in front of our car for a brief moment. And then they looked back out of the house and then they went out of the way and just watched us and we like pulled off yeah so i have no idea what the wolves were about but i don't know checking out everybody that comes in and leaves yeah it was scary and i never talked to her again and when she emailed me i blocked her and (laughs) uh yeah uh last i checked they are still actively meeting up in the area so yeah i i just i I know all of my stories are like circles are horrible, but there are some circles that I know are great because I hear stories of people who have great circles that I really, really trust. And I just, I know there's a great circle out there. So the second circle that you went to online was good. Yes. It just was one of those things to where the person running it was caught off guard and wasn't happy about it. Yeah. So it's like, there are good ones out there. No. It's just certain situation happened where you didn't go back to them. Yeah, no, that's second circle. If I could have remained friends with all of them, that would have been amazing. They they were they were a great group and there are so many talented people in there. I would have loved to remain in there. Clearly I had channeled something I was not supposed to. That's one of the things to know about mediumship is if you do go to a medium, like not always can you control who you get like you can try to like specifically reach out to someone but sometimes you might get people you don't want to hear from so this circle experience happened like four ish years ago at this point um maybe even five now um so it still happened a little while ago to where i didn't necessarily know as much as i do now about the paranormal and i have recently been conversating with energy vampires who quite literally refer to themselves as vampires uh, because of the nature of how they receive energy. So they actually receive energy by absorbing it and they can absorb it from uh, humans or feed on humans um, as well as spirits. So it really made me start thinking about this story because um, the energy vampire group that I was talking to sort of sees their energy as this dark mass. A lot of them uh, say it could look like a person or like uh, some sort of tentacles um, that sort of reaches out from them and can uh, feed off of energy. So 
I apologize if I butcher any of this. If you're an energy vampire listening, this is just what I was told from one specific group. So there are so many different types of energy vampires and so many different types of groups. So this is just one group's opinion and one person in one group's opinion. So uh, we were talking about how they um, can actually eat a spirit So quite literally can eat a spirit and these energy vampires actually require this energy to live. So whereas most people don't necessarily need to pull energy from other things, um, they can sort of create their own energy or get it by doing certain activities. Um, People who are energy vampires can't necessarily generate that vital energy that way. So it made me think if this person was perhaps an energy vampire and what I was seeing behind him actually wasn't a non-human entity. It was a reflection of himself or his vampiric nature or his vampiric aura. And that's why it was sort of like moving in tune with him. Um... And he could have perhaps been quite literally eating the spirits like I saw happening and they sort of explained was happening. And I do know that energy vampires are wildly misunderstood, um, but there are also unethical energy vampires, just like there are ethical and unethical people. So he could have very well known what he was doing. He may not have known what he was doing. Um, But either way, the energy vampire I was talking to obviously does not eat random innocent spirits. They would only do so in a case of a very negative haunting as a way to solve it, which seems quite efficient in my opinion. (laughs) But, um, you know, there's a lot of different types of things that exist out there. So my perspective is how I felt in the moment, what education I had in the moment. And at that time, I purely did not know there was anything vampiric that existed, uh, nor that people possessed that ability. And I assumed everything I saw on a person that wasn't directly them was another spirit. I never conceptualized that that perhaps this was actually a part of them or a part of their aura, which could very well be because ironically, the lady had a lesson on auras that night. So uh, the whole thing is wildly interesting. And of course, I have no solid answers. There's no proof. There's no anything. So this is all just speculation based on others' experiences in the community. But I think this sort of telling stories and sharing experiences with each other is really going to help us grow and of course those of you who want that hard concrete proof I'm sure it will come one day we just are not analyzing it properly with our current science method perhaps we just don't have a way to quantify or truly understand how to measure consciousness Um, so I find it incredibly incredibly interesting and I just wanted to let you all know that could have absolutely been what's been going on here because I know so many of you are so interested in like but wait how why what was it and I know a lot of times I don't have the answers but I would you know my opinion is that I do think he could have absolutely been vampiric and quite literally ate the spirits um and in his own interpretation if he didn't maybe understand that he could have truly believed that that was a way of sending them on 
And yeah, yeah, just really interesting um, to think about and think about the ethics behind the implications of that. And yeah, just a lot of uh, food for thought. (laughs) So that's all I have. That's another really wild circle experience. And that was the last one. Oh, that was the last technical circle I went to. But I did try to go to one more, one more type of meetup. Um, we'll share that story another time. Thank you all for listening to the Spirit Diaries.